is well just not looking. You know what I'm seeing? You know what I'm seeing right now? I'm seeing greatness in this right now. You know why? Because we have two of the smartest gentlemen in the room. <laughs> Diego, when it comes to the women's Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and Hanman, when it comes to the men's. You know, yeah. And guess what the Royal Rumble was this past weekend, boys? Dog shit. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Suplex Biddies episode 44 brought to you by Couch Guy Sports. Go use the internet one time. Check them out. Blogs, podcasts, the network's getting bigger. Trust me when I tell you, do not want to miss the blow up of CGSN, Couch Guy Sports Network. That's right. Hell yeah. With me as always. No, knowledgeable about everything women related, Diego Galvez. <laughs> and a connoisseur of the feminine species. <laughs> and a connoisseur of male species. species. <laughs> hey, let me see that dick. <laughs> Speaking of a guy who likes dick, Andrew Ronman too. No, that is Allegedly. a schlong when I see a schlong. Allegedly. Allegedly. I was, just, I was just being John Silver on being the elite. Let me see that dick. Ever felt unable to focus time, just low on energy? All the time. So we understand it. We understand it so well that the Suplex Biddies podcast is brought to you not only by our good friends over at the Culture Guy Sports Network, as Diego rubs his eyes to clear off all the hate. Uh, but we're also sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their fl- flavors, all their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you a high-energy boost when you need it the most, while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Do yourself a favor. Head over to www.shockedenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN today for 10% off your order. As you should check out their green apple flavored box or even their watermelon flavored box. Oh, and don't worry, because guess what? They ship worldwide get your shocked energy today and let us help you gain your focus and energy back can i read that? <laughs> it's been 44 episodes i want i want to fucking read all right you you gotta read on the john alba episode so fuck yeah you. i did pretty good <clears throat> yeah because you sat in the mirror for three hours that's not true i practiced it mm-hmm. twice in the car on the way home <laughs> <clears throat> three hours because you go from no. here to here <laughs> You okay, but buddy? No. Yeah, drink, drink that water beforehand <clears throat> next time. It might help with the. Well, you know, not only whatever that, whatever that was. <laughs> I felt like I feel I felt like you were about to sneeze when you were about to say shocked. It was just like shocked, <laughs> <laughs> like stuttering gold dust back in the day. It'd be great. <laughs> Don't say I am not amused. <laughs> I'm just gonna come on the podcast every week. You, you two want to host to be my guest. Did you know Veer Mahan's coming to Hanuman, Raw? Hanuman, go ahead. No, she should do Hanuman, go ahead. Go ahead. Did, you, did you know Veer Mahan's coming to Raw? I could give two shits about Veer Mahan. Go. So, he doesn't big, even big. have any tits. <laughs> Bro. That kid's canceled, all right? <laughs> he doesn't get to hang out. Uh, I'll never get over that. That was the, still the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I heard one of them. So, uh, big ahead. news. In the world of wrestling, Dan Housen debuted on AEW, hit one million views on YouTube in four days. Four days. One of Ring of Honor's big. I'm just kidding. It was the Royal Rumble. We should probably talk about that. What do you think, Jones? 
I don't know. You're the host. You said it was dog shit. So I'd love to know why you think it was dog shit. Because it was dog shit. They were Royal Rumble matches. Both of them. Dog shit. Well, yeah, but what about the other things on the card? It started off with Roman versus Seth, which set the, which seemingly seemingly set the tone for what was gonna be a great night, and then they fucked it up. <laughs> but dog shit. Highlight of the night was definitely Seth Rollins coming out to the old Shield music and the Shield entrance with the old guys. Yes. I think I think we can all be like, holy shit, tonight's gonna be a great night, dude. And, that and the pop from that, it, it was probably like the only pop you actually heard from the crowd because let's be honest. The show was dog shit because also the crowd was dog shit. They only had like one pop and that's it throughout the whole fucking time. 47, no, 40, almost 44,000 people in presence. And that's all you got to give to the show. Just barely one pop. Like the audience plays as much of a role as the, as the show in itself does. And, uh, you know, while the, while the shields music played for, South Rollins' uh, introduction. That was beautiful and all, but the reaction was weak, meager, to say, say the best. Would agree. I did like, did you like the story that played out in the Roman Seth match when Seth was just kind of egging him on the whole time, laughing yep. at him, trying to like get him to snap, which he did. Rollins got his butt whooped by Dude. a steel chair. Like, did you see that mangled steel chair? Like, Rollins deserves some a day off at least. He, at least uh, yeah, he absolutely got Roman to snap. And I think the last time that we saw Roman snap was in his buying his inaugural ever baby face with WWE as soon as the shield broke apart. And he got that baby face drive for the first time to go to WrestleMania and have his WrestleMania moment. Um, I don't know if you remember when he snapped on Sheamus, I think it was that was on the ring and Triple H came out to to kind of break it all up, and he still snapped on Triple H as well. Vaguely remember that. That's when they were really trying to push him as a face, and it was yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of working, kind of working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, so I still – so many WWE does the DQ finishes so freaking often, and if they didn't do it so much, I feel like this one would have played in perfectly to the rivalry, rivalry which we can say is probably not finished quite yet especially with all the rumors of like people wanted Rollins to win the rumble. A lot of people thought Rollins was going to win the title. He's going to be at the top of the card for the foreseeable future. So who knows if it's going to be stepping up to Lashley on raw, whatever it is. But I think we can all agree that it helped tell the story. Roman technically got his revenge on Seth after all these years by hitting him. They had that cool like Easter egg shot of him hitting Rollins in the back with the chair, like Rollins did to him. Yeah. And he turned on the shield back in the day. So there's a lot of, it was a lot of cool storytelling and visuals and narrative, all that. At some point, Jones is going to have some expression, but, you know, <laughs> I think he's on pause. <laughs> what is the matter, Jones? Who left you? I'm sorry. I can talk. Okay, that's fine. You want it? No, uh, no. It seems like you guys are taking very uh, much so. Control uh, here, we go. here we go. He goes it's to Monday. Arizona. Monday isn't He goes to people. Arizona, and because people are so nice over there, he West comes Coast back here snob. so fucking soft. My God. <laughs> Come on, you piece Coast. of tortilla. I'm just, I'm just being Diego from two months ago. It's fine. Come on, you piece of tortilla. Go on. Well, so we all, to an extent, like the Rom- Ro- Reigns? Roman? Oh, yeah, Roman? yeah, yeah. It's easy. Oh, it's easy. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking chooch. I love when Jones gets mad about the littlest things in life because he's just such a redhead. He's a fiery, fiery man with anger problems, and it's never going to change. <laughs> Someone call, compares me to shame when it comes to that. So, yes. 
Oh, okay. Well, you're a little more tan, so that's good. You also don't wear sunscreen, I don't think, right? No. Because that man wears, like, SPF 100, if I remember correctly. He said he didn't I, I wear 50 just so I can get somewhat of sun. <laughs> there you but go. So you see Rains, these freckles? Look at those. Look at Rollins, the freckles. Rollins Reigns, solid. What do you guys think? What would you give it? I'd give it, like, a B plus. B minus. B minus. Okay. Diego? Yeah, I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm B. Just a straight B. Next yeah, you up, are a B. You don't have to say... A babe, I know. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I am fucking beautiful. Thank you, Jones. I appreciate it. He's the only one that's married in the chat, so that's pretty good. He's doing something right. (laughs) Jones is trying so hard to be my Valentine. I appreciate it so much. No, not once in my life would I even come close to you. Oh, you know you want to be my Godiva piece. At some point, you're gonna gonna snap out. You piece of fucking white chocolate. You're gonna snap out of the negativity there, bud. Yeah. No, we're good. Really, just went to Arizona. Hates everybody. You just hate the snow that much. I mean, I don't hate the snow before Arizona. Come on, yeah. We only got two and a half feet. Like it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but Hunnaman, when we talk about injuries, we know how big that is. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Women's Rumble match. Ronda Rousey comes out number twenty-eight. That was probably the biggest pop of the night. I think we could both agree on that. Both because I know Jones. Jones isn't really contributing unless he wants to now. Big, big props to Diego for calling that for weeks, months now. Even. Y'all laughed at him. Y'all said he was crazy. They look at him I said he was crazy. Standing tall. Honestly, think, honestly, point. that like that, that like I literally pulled it like literally out of the deepest corner of my asshole. It was probably hooked like a fish. Well, see, it's but, like it was that when we talked about it, I was like, this is the first year in like four years we haven't heard rumors of her coming back or two or three years. And it's like, OK, so usually when that happens. That's usually when WWE's like working something in the background. So there you yep. go. Diego saw the writing on the wall. Well, Maybe. I saw I saw the report like literally two weeks before the Rumble saying how a comeback for Ronda Rousey at the Rumble is improbable. And I'm like, bullshit. Nothing is improbable with WWE. I'm taking my, my shot right now. That picked up steam so fast too. Like it was over every news outlet. It was everywhere. Yeah. But I, the Women's Rumble, I think, Sasha Banks coming out first was cool. She got dumped out pretty unceremoniously at the beginning. She yeah. had probably the best attire of the whole rumble. It was a uh, homage, you could say, or a shout out to Sailor Moon. I know a lot of people appreciated that. I had to go on Twitter to figure out what it was the reference of. But it looked cool. It was cool. Get up. She did not last as long as anyone thought she would because people will probably would think, oh, she just came back. She just got cleared. She had that big segment on SmackDown with all the other women. Oh, maybe she'll get like a half hour, 35 minutes. Nah. She got dumped out real fast. So I think they did that poorly in both rumbles when you dumped AJ Styles as they did with R- fucking Riddick Moss. But we'll go back to that. Madcap, Madcap, put some respect on his name. It's Madcap now. Yeah, he's mid-card. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, dude, he's not mid-card. He's mid. Get it right. <laughs> he's mid. Jesus. Ronda Rousey winning. Uh, what do you guys think? I was holding out hope that Bailey came out at number 30 for obviously my rumble pool because I had the number 30, but also I don't think Ronda needed the rumble. She's a big enough name where she didn't necessarily need the accolade. What did you guys think of that match overall? That's my biggest gripe with it. Ronda Rousey didn't need it. They could have had Ronda Rousey come out after the Becky Lynch match and it would have been perfectly fine. But the fact that she came out in the rumble and won the rumble was ridiculous. She came, she came out Won the Rumble, eliminated four people, and won, and won the Rumble. Little, uh, wasn't a fan of it. 
if they see that, I feel like they could have gotten out of that. Like it's a big name. It's a big accolade. It's cool. But you, if, if the whole end game is Charlotte versus Ronda, have them fighting on the outside of the apron, trying to eliminate each other and then have someone knock them off and then give the win to someone else that deserves it. Like Belair. You know what I mean? I or just like, Shayna Baszler or Shayna Baszler, who seemingly came out pretty hot and got a decent ovation, which I didn't, she hadn't been highlighted too much. So maybe that'll renew a push, but who knows with her? Yeah. I'm still, I give that like a B minus or a C plus. I like seeing all the me. legends, but it was, it was too many part-timers taking up a lot of time. Well, for mm-hmm. me, that for me, that's where I see it as a different angle though, because everybody's like, the Ronda really need this rumble. The Ronda really need to make an appearance and all of that. One thing people fail to understand, though, is that it's not so much Ronda who needs it. It's also the division in itself. Because if you look at who the last four were, right, you're looking at Bianca Belair, who's already had a, a baby face and she, she's already had her run at the title and all that stuff, has continued to have a run to be a pretty solid wrestler in the whole entire women's division, probably top three. To, to say the very least of, of Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte Flair, over fucking done at this point. Uh, Sasha came out and was, like you said, done and out pretty dubiously. Uh, and then after that, what do, you, what do you have? You have Shayna Baszler who came in. Yeah, she looked good for a solid part of the, of the Rumble, but after that, it, it wasn't like she was delivering much. Um you know, there, there really wasn't much content being created by many of the other female wrestlers there. So to a point, it, it's more of like, okay, Ronda's kind of now finally giving it a little bit of flair again to the whole entire division rather than the stagnancy of, oh, Charlotte Flair could win it because it was looking very much that way, like Charlotte was going to win it. And if Charlotte had won it, I would have turned off the pay-per-view once and for all. Uh, I wanted Bianca to win it if Ronda didn't show up because Bianca was putting up a really good performance. She was mm-hmm. she was strong. She was uh, physical, very athletic, as, as she's always been. Um, I was surprised I didn't see Alexa Bliss in there. Um, I was shocked not to have seen Bailey. I think if Bailey had come on instead of Ronda, I would have also wanted Bailey to win, but that was not the case. So I, I, I think overall, really, our options were so minimal that at, at one point you got to understand that it's not so much about does Ronda really need this this rumble. It's more of like, okay, the division kind of needs Ronda to win this because it's getting a little old at this point. Yeah, I mean, the thing that the women's division seems just so more so much more stacked than the men's. Oh, it is. It is. And it's at least the women's rumble. I feel like you had maybe six, seven, or eight people that you could actually see winning it. Yeah. Compared to the other one. Yeah. As you said, again, I just, it's, I think they have a good division, but they still only highlight the main few. And exactly. that's where they run it. That's where they run into problems. So I agree with you hundred percent. So Jones? for me, for me personally, I give this a B plus. That's B it. Plus? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the B minus range. Cause I think there was some, there was, I think there's just way too many part timers. Like you had no one from NXT. Like that was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, literally, literally 14, women from NXT. 14 out of the 30 of them were part-timers. Right, literally, literally just under half. And including Sonya Deville, half of them aren't on an active roster. Okay. Yep. yep. C-minus. As, as for part-timers, C-minus. fair. As for part-timers, I think Michelle McCool looked the best. Just She still looks like she could go. 
I wouldn't hate to see her come back for a run because she was wonderful yeah. in the Divas era. And one but person again, that one person that also we have failed to highlight is the um, the appearance of Mickey James. You know, impact mm-hmm. impact title holder right now. She uh, she got a pretty good ovation as soon as she showed oh, yeah. up, and and people were highlighting the fact that she was the you know the Impact champion right now, competing in in, in WWE. That was that was pretty damn cool. She had her impact theme as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, the hardcore country theme. I was like, oh, that's pretty sick. They didn't give her her old theme. And they had a couple callbacks with her with like she had her old rivalry with Michelle McCool back in the day when Layla calling her uh, Piggy James and all that, which was a Mm -hmm. dumb, very uh, (laughs) dumb storyline back in the day. But they had a couple callbacks. I kind of was hoping to see her last a little longer, but I'm with you there. We should have. I didn't even bring her up. So that's my best. But so one thing I take away from this, well, two things. One, the Iron Woman, Bianca Belair, lasted yep. 47 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Two, don't be surprised if Charlotte Flair's WrestleMania match is going to be against Lita. Because Lita is Lita signed to wrestle again with the company. Yeah. And the way they the way that they spend that, that could be Charlotte's WrestleMania match right there. I could see that. I could see that because when the, the two went head to head, they had a pretty cool moment right there in the ring too. So I could see that. I could see that storyline developing. I'm your voice kind of cut out on my end. Which, what was the pairing leader in Charlotte? Oh yeah. Okay. All signs seem to point to Rhonda and Charlotte. Who knows? Lita, Lita looks like, so she's awesome. She's a legend. Looks like it'd be cool to see her have another run. I just don't necessarily think she's, got the 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 motor for it everything she does seems to just be a little bit slow and the second when she went up for a moonsault on the rumble i actually got worried because she always comes this close to snapping her freaking neck and she always has and as you get older and get out of i mean she she's also been out of practice for quite a while not like not like edge who you know was going through physical therapy still going through the process of all that stuff so still kind of being in the midst of things for lita herself she didn't have any of those in between so in a way, I kind of give it to her because she was rusty. And like you said, you know, those moonsaults were kind of like, oh, careful. Don't don't take a misstep because that could careful. fucking break your neck right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree with Jones, though. I think I think a run between Charlotte Flair and Lee, uh, Lita is definitely uh, up for grabs. I, I think the real storyline after this is is Ronda versus Becky Lynch. And I think it's I think it's overdue to an extent like like we were talking on the chat you know just yesterday becky lynch comes back from a pregnancy and all of a sudden she takes over everything now it's time to give her a little bit of, of a taste of her own medicine have ronda rousey come back from from a pregnancy as well give her a taste of that medicine and see how how unfair that is as well mm-hmm. the main event's night one guaranteed yep I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna see Becky Belair, and then you're gonna get Charlotte and Ronda personally. So I'm gonna stick with that one. But I like both options. All right. So after the women's rumble, they led into Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch. wasn't a bad match. I thought it was all right. Crowd was definitely a little tired from the women's rumble because that's a it's a long night when you go to the Royal Rumble. Yep. And there was also a fire uh, on the WrestleMania side, so they had to evacuate a whole section of uh, the arena. So that didn't help. And a lot of people were probably paying attention to that to make sure the, the place wasn't going to come down rather than the match. <laughs> but Becky Lynch uh, pulls off the victory, gets hits her with the what's Becky's move? I can't. That's no, not the Beck bottom. What the hell is it called? The man. The slam. disarmer. The man slam off the off the top rope. Oh. So hit her with that. Pinned her one, two, three. Dewdrop got a nice little showcase. I don't have much to say about that. Cool. They highlighted someone 
now we go into the real shit, I guess. Yeah, I mean that that match was C minus for me. That's just me being kind to it. B. I give it a B. B is in Bravo. Did you say Delta or B? I said I said D as in d- disastrous. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Leading into the next match, my highly my most highly anticipated match, I would say, would be. It was Lashley Lesnar. I think a lot of us were excited to see how they were going to do it. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more of a technical 15-minute match, but in the end, it was two big hosses, big meaty men slapping meat, as we like to say, tossing each other around. Just as you like to say, don't 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 oh, don't go oh, me. That, oh, that's the, that's the, your bitch ass phrase. Don't go. The wrestling community loves the big meaty men slapping meat. That, Let's that, be that, real. That's just you. Just, that's, ah, that's if all you don't you. like it, you're in the wrong field, bro. That's all you. <laughs> that's all you. Slab of meat. What I do you guys think about meat. that? With the turn at the end, Roman coming out, screwing Lesnar, Heyman joining back with the family and the head of the table. What do we think? Do you think that they wasted Lashley versus Lesnar, or do you like that Lashley is now champion again? This reminded me an awful lot of Big Show Lesnar, which is something we talked about on the podcast with John Alba as a throwback. <laughs> but Paul Heyman turning on Brock Lesnar again. Just could see it coming from a mile away, just waiting for it. And it was just the perfect time to do it, honestly. But I'm glad that Bobby Lashley is champion going into um, going in the WrestleMania season. I'm just curious to see not only who his opponent is for whatever they're calling the Saudi pay-per-view next month, but I'm curious to see what his WrestleMania plans are. Because if it's him and Seth, I don't hate it. But I'm hoping it's somewhat of a three-way between him, Seth, and Biggie. I see. I still don't know if Biggie's officially on SmackDown. I keep getting confused by that. I keep seeing conflicting reports. So I might be. I don't know. He seems to be officially there, and they just like lopped him in with the Kofi Kingston feud with uh, Happy Corbin and Madcap, which is Biggie's push at the main event is pretty much done. If you're going to just so based off relegate of, based, him to that, based off of. What this looks like, looks like he's still on Raw. He is officially. Is that on like WWE's roster page? This is based off of men's Royal Rumble match entrance and eliminations. Oh, so he was in red. Okay. Which, by the way, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine. Only 10 SmackDown guys were on the Raw. We're in the Royal Rumble. Oh, wow. Everybody else was Raw or a free agent. Interesting. Shane McMahon now going to seemingly be ahead centerpiece on Raw going into Mania. Supposed to wrestle at the Chamber in Mania, see who he feuds with. Uh, Looks like Kevin Owens based off that elimination. Yeah, I hope they don't run that back. But So do we Do we like – we did like the turn, though, because it reminds you of Big Show Lesnar back in the day. I yeah. Thought it, I, I mean, thought it played out perfectly. They're just fantastic actors with the facial expressions and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I thought it was – the match, I was waiting for a little bit more, like you said, but I think – the story based based off of it, I think, was perfect. Yeah. So I would give I would give that a B plus for sure. Yeah, no, that match that match had a lot of very good components to it. I mean, leading off with the fact that this was probably the best promo work WWE had put out for as far as it goes to all pay per views for the past probably four years now, I would say. Um, this this montage that they had for both Lesnar. And for Lashley, Lashley's story as well, uh, describing that whole entire 
career of this guy trying to be in the come up and, and finally face somebody of his own caliber. That was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think overall, in terms of physicality, there, there needed to be a little bit more of uh, of a combustive kind of kind of match. I needed to see I needed to see some some goriness, some some bloodiness here and there. Um, that would have helped. I agree. That you know that that would have been that would have been a good touch there. But I do appreciate the fact that uh, you know it was all of Lesnar's careless mistakes uh, that that screwed him over, and that allowed for a gap in between for somebody else to come in and finish the screw job all together. Uh, you know, Lesnar first, you know, bumping. Lashley onto the ref, knocking knocking the ref unconscious a little bit, and then following that up with tossing, you know, however many pounds Lashley is onto the ref to also knock him out unconscious. So it's mm-hmm. like you got not nobody else to blame but yourself. And then on top of that, you know, obviously Roman coming out to to be like, so whatever you two were, that's the thing of the past. Now in the we're in the present and moving on to the future. See you later. Here you go, F you, and then and then Lashley finishes finishes that up. Um, yeah, I, I I do think I think we see this match again in WrestleMania, though. I really think now that now that we see that Lesnar weren't Lesnar won the Royal Rumble, we could see this match again in in WrestleMania. Are you talking Roman Brock or Lashley Brock? Lashley Brock. Nah. Oh, I had a chance, bro. Not based off that storyline. We got that. Lashley? I don't know. I don't know. I could see Lashley after Roman screwed him. It's not a. It's not a finished story. It's not Maybe. a finished so, story. I wouldn't hate if they revisited it, even if it was a rematch in Saudi Arabia. I agree. Yeah, what, I agree with the whole. You know, I agree with the whole Roman. Like, oh, Roman screwed me over, but I think that will be dealt with between episodes from here to WrestleMania. But the real beef. It's those two because it wasn't finished business. So maybe they finished it in Saudi. I don't think it's happening at WrestleMania. I think it, it does, be, but it would be it would be fantastic for WrestleMania purposes as well. It would just be so WWE though to give Brock Lesnar three straight title matches on three straight pay per views. Yeah, true. <laughs> if Brock wants to work that much, I did like the placement of the of the match on the card because a lot of people were thinking once Roman Seth opened the show, they thought Seth was going to win. Roman loses the title, enters the Rumble later. Yep. So the later they did it, kind of was like, as much as I wasn't a huge fan of the result, the misdirect was kind of there to make you question it a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. So I did like the placement there. That was probably and outside of the, I think the turn theatrics of just the facial expressions as well as the match placement were very good. So they did good there, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that was an A minus type of match. In my yeah, opinion, I'll, I'll give that. I think I'm right around there. A minus is probably just for the fucking turn alone is probably an A, but A minus, B plus, A, all good ranges. Depends on how you want to scale it, right, Jones? That's the one. And then right before the men's rumble, we had Edge and Beth Phoenix, the grit couple versus the Miz and Maurice, the it couple. Nothing great to report. I mean, it was it was fun. I, I thought it was a fun match. It, it kind of got going in the second half, and they had a lot of the intergender spots where, like, you know, Beth was going after Miz, and Maurice hit a nice little Hurricane Rana on Edge. You know, it's kind of seeing a woman, a mother of two, just dropping a Hurricane Rana on Edge on, you know, pay-per-view. A lot of people seemed to love that, and it was it looked very crisp. And a lot of the, that has to do with Edge, but it was well executed. It was fun. It was a match. You could more, more so call it like a 
a segment or a match, but nothing really to report. Edge and Beth Phoenix win. I give it like a C plus. It was fun. Good buffer before the rumble. Sure. I was so wrong about that feud. It was <laughs> hot dog shit, man. I didn't mind it. it wasn't great. No, I agree with John. I, I, they, I don't think it was all that great. I hope that they go their separate ways now, though. I think they have. I think once that, that was my my worry was they were going to do that at WrestleMania. They did it now. Now Edge can move on to bigger and better things. Maybe we get Edge in last year at WrestleMania. Who knows? I, I think you, I think this is the year for Edge and Styles. Yeah, that could be a good one. Edge Lashley would be cool though. Even if that's a that actually would be really cool. A nice. Program. Maybe we get Edge and Lashley at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. I think the rumor was Lashley is going to defend the title in the chamber. It's confirmed that he is defending it at the pay-per-view. They don't know if it's the chamber or not. Yet. Okay. Yeah, so he is defending it. And then it, at if least one of Lashley or Roman will be in that, I'm sure. So let's – let's. well, I would assume it's going to be Raw because Raw has a little bit more star power than SmackDown right now. Especially Mel- if Raw goes after Roman, if that's yeah, – so, as we think is going to happen. So if it's, if it's Raw, I see – Obviously, Lashley, Biggie, Kevin Owens, AJ, Seth, and Edge. No. Um, Randy. All right, Randy's a good one. That's right. If if Biggie is smacked, I think you throw Riddle in instead of him. But yeah, yeah, I think that's a pretty fair. Last but not least, though, the men's rumble. I have never felt more deflated after a men's rumble in my entire <laughs> viewing existence. And this was tw- this was 20 years of me watching this WWE product and everything. And it was just John Alba actually was the first one that I saw, at least pointed out. And I know a lot of people have since or probably did previously. But I saw him tweet about how the rumble was just so underwhelming because there was only – three or four people that you could realistically say we're going to win it. Like there was no Finn Balor, not to say he wasn't going to do it, but there's always like, Oh, maybe they'll give him a nice little push. But outside of the mystery people and there's like Randy Orton in his hometown, that would be kind of cool. AJ at the beginning, even though he got dumped out. So unceremoniously, obviously your surprises, bad bunny had a great showing. That was probably the highlight of the whole friggin' match. Yeah. And then Lesnar came out and you had your final two of drew and Brock and I just don't understand why so many rumbles have gone back to the quick finish of those final two. I just keep thinking of 2007 with the undertaker and Shawn Michaels, all those false potential finishes and trying to eliminate the other ones and the close calls, at least do something like that. And drew coming back was apparently kept a secret and everything, which was cool. Glad to see him back and healthy storyline made sense to have them be the final two. Cause he eliminated Brock back in the day before his title, yada, yada, yada. It was just, it's, it kind of sucked. I really was, I haven't, I was going to go watch it back, but I was like, I don't know if I want to waste 50 minutes of my life again. Not worth it, honestly. And like you said, AJ Styles getting tossed off the way he did. He was the Iron Man of the match and he lasted under a half hour. That's how bad this men's Royal Rumble was that no competitor lasted over 30 minutes in this. Really? I didn't, I didn't see that. Okay. No, no it wasn't male necessarily an Iron Man. Was it still AJ? It was AJ 29. 2906. Wow. Okay. So we, we, we called it him being the Iron Man, but it was underwhelming because it was less than a half hour. Other than that, you know who the second longest competitor was in that match? Oh, God. I want to say it was probably fucking Sheamus or something. Nope. Who? 
was Austin Theory. Really? Twenty two minutes. He actually he did he did look pretty good. Good for him. But yeah, that is not who I would expect to be the second longest. Well, the, there was only three guys that went over twenty. It was Dolph, it was Theory, and it was Styles. Everybody mm-hmm. else went under. I, the first two of the Rumble too, I like they started off with AJ Nakamura, and I was like, oh shit, this might be good. And then Nakamura got dumped out before, like, the sixth entrance. Like, what the fuck? Dude's a literal international superstar. And you're just doing this. Ugh. Also, all, it was all thing, sorts of bad, honestly. It really also was. Also, the, th- the thing we expected to happen didn't happen. Almost came out, eliminated a couple people, but he was dumped out in f- less than five minutes. Yep. Yep. I think I said it in one of my chats with people that I said, I hate the almost spot because I'm dreading when he comes in because he's going to eliminate guys like the Street Profits and then one more somewhat big name, and then he's going to get tossed out just to say he was a monster and all that. And he literally did that. It was Dawkin, uh, Dawkins. Ford and Priest. Ford. And then it was Priest who that was. Oh, talk about people that got dumped out early. Sasha and the women's and Priest and the men's. Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I was yeah. so mad. Jones had Priest. I was like, hey, this is a guy that could definitely, you know, Dark Horse, make it to Fucking at least far the end, got dumped by Omos. And it was like, eh. uh, it, it just, I hated that. I'm even more upset with Why didn't you? Why didn't you? Yeah. Which one? Riddle. Riddle was oh, supposed yeah. to win originally, and I had Riddle. Yeah. Now I'm true. even more mad. <laughs> but there Riddle would have been so, a cool one. This. Behind the scenes, this ro- the guys coming up with the Rumble this year were so – it was so he said, she said. People complaining to Vince at the last minute because Shane wanted Seth in, and it made no sense because Seth was getting hit in the back by a chair, so why, why was he coming? And they already had Brock scheduled for it, so why is Brock going and Seth's going? Well, uh, it would have made a lot more sense than having Shane McMahon in it. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, it's just – like this is that. Shane's getting heat from the back as he should because this was whole, probably one of the worst men's Royal Rumbles I've ever seen. Oh, easily, easily, absolutely. Well, there was also um, everyone is reporting that Biggie and Kofi were supposed to have some like spots, but Kofi unfortunately did not catch himself in time to do his annual save himself from elimination, and they could have waved it off and everything like that. And I'm glad they didn't just go with it, and it kind of made it be like, see, not it can't happen every time. So it kind of it gave it a bit of realism, but it did stink because you wonder if they would have had some cool moments with a couple of the other stars and everything like that. Probably. So, yeah. But it just – it changed so much. Like, I'm pretty sure I read that they've changed – they changed winners five times the entire week going up to the Rumble. Riddle was supposed to win it. Seth was supposed to win it. Big E was supposed to win it. Brock was supposed to win it. Kevin Owen. Like, there were just so many freaking names that were supposed to win this Royal Rumble. But they don't didn't – they didn't have it until – Literally right before the Brock Lesnar match. Yeah, yeah I, it is, it's tough. And everyone was reporting to a lot of sources were saying that the morale backstage was freaking brutal after that because it just came off so poorly. And I, again, you can't blame those superstars. They're putting in all this every year. They put, they put in a year's worth of work to potentially get a nice Rumble win. And you give it a Lesnar. And it's like, he doesn't need it, man. He really yeah. fucking doesn't. You could have had him put him in the chamber, and if you want to reestablish him as a legitimate contender, have him beat five other people to qualify for WrestleMania. It's like it's right there. And yeah, again, I agree. It, it would I agree stink, with that. It would stink to see Brock also run through five other people, but I think that's the better of two evils than giving someone like an Owens the Rumble, because that's such uh-huh. a. It should be such a big thing, and they're just tossing it at these guys that temporarily fix ratings, and they've been doing that. 
Like, don't get me wrong. If it's if like they do, like they did what they did when Roman was the champion, and they had Vince tell everybody in the Rumble that the winner was going to be the new WWE champion. You have Triple H win that. That I get. But for a shot at WrestleMania, a guy like Brock Lesnar does does doesn't need it. And breaking news. So Brock Lesnar came out on Raw tonight. Oh, okay. He's going to be the one of five to fight Bobby Lashley for the gold inside the Elimination Chamber. Really? Mm-hmm. Did he nice. say it was his Rumble opportunity? No. Not that I see. He was looking for his rematch tonight. See, that's the thing I, I don't get. He didn't have to make him win the Rumble. Just have him fucking lose and do that anyway. Mm-hmm. God, it's just, it does not make sense. And they just and bra- and breaking up. breaking news: Brock is going to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the title. Ah, uh, shit! So he's, try, he's trying to win both belts. Your your biggest fear of them combining uh, the titles might happen, dude. If I, I think I might tune out if that happens, that might be it for my my tenure as a fan. I don't know, but hopefully, I mean, it's a big name to have Brock in the in the elimination chamber, but he's still going to face. It's just it's too much. So again, I love this new Brock. I love the character development. I like that he's been able to be himself, and they're keeping him as yep. his own entity. But now it's, it's again, it's just too fucking much. It's an additional push, way too much. You know? It's you don't have to. Ooh. He's going to be in both title scenes. Like what the hell? You don't need that. Two but there's got to be match- some stipulations, though. Two qualifying matches tonight for for the WWE Chamber match: Ray versus AJ, AJ's which we're getting on free TV. Okay. And Owens versus Austin Theory. Okay. So just like that, Styles, Owens. Yeah. Styles, Owens. We just predicted half the friggin' field. You know? Mm-hmm. Just I wish, I, wish I said Lesnar instead of Orton. I just, it yeah. just I don't, you don't have to keep shoving them in title matches. That's what they do. And how can you put them in? Just put them in. Yeah, I don't know. And then again, that, that's going to make me super concerned that Brock's just going to win the belt back. And then what the mm-hmm. fuck was the point of even taking the title off of him and giving it back? What to was him? the point of him winning the Rumble? Yeah. Nah. Because now that's, he's just making the rumble, but but there's still, there's it, does, still it doesn't some, matter. There could still be some stipulations added onto here because if elimination chamber does have an X factor of a potential new person showing up as a guest, you know there's still the potentials of having somebody like John Cena who still wants to make a comeback. Um, there's still the potential of having maybe Randy Orton be the one to turn heel and. Fuck Lesnar in the ass. Um, you know, who knows? There, there could be so much change here from, from here to WrestleMania because yeah. what, what WWE does so well to screw people out of these chances, it's at stipulations as the weeks go by. And there's no doubt in my mind that they will do the same exact thing to Brock Lesnar. But here's the thing. I don't get what the purpose is for having him come on Raw to tell everybody that he's going to face Roman at WrestleMania. Just to yeah, only I don't understand that in either. In the chamber match, I yep. mean, he, he, that's he what des- I'm saying. He, he deserves a rematch because he got screwed out of it, and there was a bunch of shenanigans. But how many fucking times has WWE actually done that and actually yep. cared? None. Biggie's still in the rematch. I know, and that's a guy that should, is likely going to be in the Rumble if he hasn't moved over to SmackDown officially. In you can actually yeah. see. I think if he is on SmackDown, you might see him versus Roman in a singles match in Saudi. That would be lovely. That would absolutely be lovely. He's not going to win. But it no. would be cool to see him get the the rematch at Survivor Series. But yep. who knows? Because it definitely seems like Roman has to defend it. It'll just be a singular match. And Ugh. the fact that he, Lesnar doesn't have to qualify to get in the freaking 
chain the match again. It's like everybody else is qualified, but Lesnar can just get thrown right in it. Well, he he just got screwed, even though they said no automatic rematches. It just they they do things so inconsistently. This is why we get angry and annoyed. Yep. Because half the time it says, "Oh, no one gets automatic rematches," and then tonight, Ooh. oh, Lesnar, you can get an automatic rematch. What? You think one of the WWE Chamber matches that they're gonna have, like the the qualifiers, is gonna be Owen versus Riddle? Yep. Yeah, could definitely see that happening. To because they allegedly still think that's gonna be the feud going into Mania, which has been conflicting because they keep saying they kind of want to split them up to have the Mania match, but they also want to keep them together because they're such a good thing for that tag division. So okay, it's all over the place. So again, you just have to, every time we say, let's hold out hope and hold off our judgment, they do this shit. So I think that's enough for tonight. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go angry tweet and angry Reddit about these decisions. You guys good. Any other thoughts, concerns? No, because now I'm just flabbergasted by WWE writing period. Yeah, like who, who in their right mind goes? Oh yeah, that's good shit. Then we should run with that. Get out of here, dude! <laughs> this is horrendous. This is this is it. this is why this is why I I can't watch up to WrestleMania because I get frustrated at the fact that every year this always happens. There's one part timer that just gets shoved down our throat for months and months and months, and it's like, dude, they're not here up until. Right before the rumble, why yeah. would I care about him coming back? The only to, one I cared about coming back was John Cena, and because people realistically thought he had a chance to win his 17th world title against right. Roman Reigns. And Cena was on TV every week; he just didn't wrestle. He was doing dark matches, so he was still there, performing for the the uh, you know the crowds and everybody. <sighs> yeah, uh, I mean, to Lesnar's credit, he has been a pretty consistent figure on TV since about what was it October going back when he came back to fight Roman but this is for yeah. the first time in however many years so yeah so it's it's like as close to a full-time run for him as you're gonna get I very also, much think you're gonna not see him for a while after Wrestlemania exactly that's the problem he's also, trying to dude, <laughs> don't forget he also got suspended for a month on TV too so he wasn't around that's that true whole time. right 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 yeah and then they lifted the suspension so yeah it's, he mm-hmm. was around I think he, he around but I think he's trying so hard to have a career, much like Undertaker. And the problem is, is that he's not as much of a polarizing figure as the Taker was in his time. I think Brock is a huge attraction. I just don't. And I love that he's back more because I love watching Brock Lesnar on my television. But as Jones has said, and I and to, to an extent agree with you, Diego, it's just it's too much. He, he definitely is not The Undertaker, but he's no. he's as close as they got right now because they released everyone else that had a chance. to. The Taker has so many things going in his favor at the time that he was doing this part-time bullshit that it was a perfect fit. At this day and age where you're so out of touch with the people who are continuously following your storylines day in and day out out of WWE, at that point, it doesn't matter how hard – of a superstar you are. It doesn't matter how talented you are. You're milking it, and you're just not trying to be something new. You're not giving people something to really be like, wow, this is inspiring. This is amazing. This is so cool. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think we've spent enough time on it. I, I do agree with you guys. And we'll see again. We'll see how it plays out, but whatever. All right. Well, 
Oh, shout out to Sammy Guevara hitting that really cool uh, cutter from the ladder on Cody Rhodes on Dynamite. That was dope. That was dope. Yeah. That was like that was like Jeff Hardy getting speared by. That was Edge such a ladder. good match. That was such a good match as well. That's going to be in AEW's highlight reels, literally for the rest of its existence. It was so Dave cool. Dave Meltzer gave it a ten out of ten. Really? Yep. I I did not know that. Yep. Interesting. I have to look back and see what he gave everything because Beach Break was pretty solid. But we'll have to go. We'll have to. We've been doing a lot of WWE just because of the Rumble and everything. So next week we'll probably have to do a little bit on uh, AEW and bring them back to the center a tad. Or some other interesting topics where we don't get mad about everything. That could be fun. That would be fun. But well, then we said. have to not talk WWE related. Yeah. <laughs> True. But just, with that just, just looking at the feed. What like what the shit is this, dude? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. But I gotta go catch up on the half hour of Raw and tweet about it. So I gotta uh, don't do, don't waste your time because it looked like it was dog shit. I gotta be but with that dude. being said, with that being said. Uh, this concludes episode 44, Suplex Biddies. Make sure you go check out Couch Guy Sports. Use Nathan at one time. Blogs, articles, podcasts, you name it. We got it. From Diego, Hahnemann, Jones, signing off. We'll see you guys next week for episode 45. 45. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio won the 2011 Royal Rumble. 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 Alberto Del Rio won the 2011 Royal Rumble.